Hello, and welcome to another episode of Activate My Life podcast with Stephen Puste. So today, what we're going to be talking about is why. In a world where we can have anything that we want, why do we want what we want? What is it that's going on inside of our head that drives us to achieve our goals? A lot of times we focus on, you know, the end result. Well, I have to pay bills or I want the new car or whatever it is that makes us have that sense of accomplishment. But why do we really want it? And how does that tie into success for us? So a lot of people that I know have both succeeded and have failed. Even me in my own life, I've had a lot of successes and failures. And, you know, one of the big things that has set apart the longevity of my successes has been why I'm doing something. When you see people who are on a new weight loss journey, yes, they probably have a specific weight in mind or they have a specific idea of what they want to look like, or they kind of have the end result already decided within themselves. But why do they really want to do it? Is it for the, you know, the swimsuit body? Is it for to attract a partner? What is the real reason that they're doing it? And when you look at 80% of people who do diets fail, is it willpower, that they don't have enough willpower? Is it they don't have enough strength to do it? Is it they don't know what they're doing? If you go online and type in, you know, diets, there are an immense amount of support groups out there that can really help a person. So what is it, what is it that really stops their motivation or stops them from moving forward? Because I have known people who have been succeeding and stopped creating, of course, then a, a stagnation or a stalemate or failure, if you want to look at it that way. One of my favorite movies, uh, and of course, it's also one of my favorite books, um, is the third Harry Potter, the, the, the Prisoner of Azkaban. And in that, there is a point where Harry is trying to learn how to cast the Patronus charm, okay? This is supposed to keep the Dementors, uh, the, you know, the life-sucking evil, essentially, for that particular book. Uh, they, they're to keep them away. It's that shield or that protection or that guard that helps you to maintain um, safety. And as Professor Lupin is trying to help Harry on his journey, he says, okay, in order to do this, because this is so powerful, he's like, you have to hone in to a memory or hone into something that is so strong that in the face of adversity, in the face of evil, in the face of everything that plagues you, your thought is going to be stronger than all of that. And so, of course, the very first time Harry does this, you know, expecto patronum and falls flat on his butt. Why? Um, 
when when Professor Lupin goes to Harry and says, "What, what, you know, what was your thought?" He's like, "Oh, I was. It was the first time I wrote a broom because that was really awesome." And Lupin just kind of, you know, hands him his little piece of chocolate, which is supposed to help him, and goes, "Harry, that's that's not near strong enough for what we're trying to do here." And so Harry had to take a moment and really tap into something that was so strong and so powerful that in the face of everything that was coming against him, it would stand the test and allow him to succeed past that obstacle. And so many times in life, I see people who are out there and they're doing the grind and they're doing all of the things with no real understanding as to why. And truth be told, in some areas of my life, this is still something that I struggle with because I haven't looked deep enough into the why. When we, when we look at network marketing and we talk about how to tell if a person is going to be successful, uh, usually it's people who have a stronger why. And just paying the bills isn't it. For me, stepping out of working a nine to five job, stepping out of you know, working for corporations, stepping out of my comfort zone to do this work, to do service work, to help humanity and to bring light to this planet was not a small step for me. I am a creature of comfort. I like knowing that everything is gonna be paid, when it's gonna be paid, how it's gonna be paid. I like all of those kinds of details panned out. But I walked away from a good job to do this work. And the reason that I did that is because it wasn't supporting my why. And my why, honestly, is because as we've talked a little bit about my past, it's I want people, every person on this planet to know that there is hope. Because for a lot of my childhood, I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was more. And so I step into the light every day and I say, the reason that I'm doing this is so that nobody else will have to walk in this world alone that they will know that there is possibility, that they will know that there is something better and that they are meant for more. It's an extremely strong why that in the face of the enemy, be it my subconscious, be it my own negative ego, be it even sometimes friends and family, it's strong enough to push me through. Now, that does not mean I don't stumble and, and fall. That doesn't mean I don't have setbacks. That doesn't mean that things run perfectly. You know, in Batman Begins, uh, which I, I do like a lot of movies, and, and there's so much that we can learn from them, although we don't want to live our life by them. But in Batman Begins, Bruce Wayne falls. And his dad asks him the question, why do we fall? I mean, why, why do we have setbacks? Why do we fail? Why do we have these moments? It's so we can learn 
and get back up again. But this time, having that experience to know. See, a lot of people look at failure as an, an, an end. And honestly, we haven't failed until we've quit. When we have just given up and said, I can't do this anymore. That, in all honesty, is the only true failure. But when we stumble, when we fall, when we have these moments, what it allows us to do, like in football, take a knee. It allows us to regain a moment and say, okay, what I'm doing might not be working, but if I look at all of the information that I have and I reevaluate things, then I can do better. But my why, the reason that I'm doing the thing in the first place is what helps me to pick myself back up. Because if that why isn't strong enough, if the reason that I'm doing something isn't strong enough, or even the reason that I'm not doing something isn't strong enough, then there's a good possibility I won't pick myself back up. We have to know why we're doing something. Now, one of the things that I've really learned over my years of experience is that your why will change. It will evolve. It will go from one thing to another thing to another thing. And honestly, your why is probably going to start off about this big at first, and then it's going to shrink down and shrink down and shrink down until finally you get to the essence of why you're doing something. I mean, yeah, we all work and we all bring in money because we have bills to pay. We like nice things, we like clothes, we like all of those comforts. But why do we do it above and beyond that? Is it because we're really super comfortable and we don't wanna move forward? Is it because why? You know, oftentimes, especially in the mystery school, we reevaluate ourselves regularly to see, are we on the right track? Why are we doing what we're doing? Is it what we even want to be doing? There have been quite a few times in my life that when that question was posed to me, why am I doing something? I, I really didn't have an answer because that's what's expected of me because I should be doing it. But I didn't really have why. Why I'm doing this. So I pose that to you today because why are you doing everything that you're doing in your life? We talk about how everything that we do should have an intention. That there's nothing that we should be doing on autopilot or just to be doing it. I mean, there's things that become so habitual for us that we do it without having to really put a lot of thought in it, like taking a shower in the morning, brushing our teeth, you know, combing our hair, like those sorts of things, eating, breathing, all become just such a habit to us. But what about the intention in that habit? Why do we do those things? There are so many times when even if we look at the minutiae of why we're doing something, it tells a real story for us. My guide uh, and amazing person, Barbara Segura, 
often talks about uh, a story of generations going by and you know a mother is making a ham and the first thing that she does is she cuts the ends off the ham and puts it in the thing and and the daughter looks at the mom and says why did you do that and she goes well i don't really know mom always did it that way so that's the way i've done it so then she goes to her mom which would be grandma and says hey you know why did you do this thing and she's like well because my mom always did it that way so that's just the way it's become accustomed to me doing it and then so they finally went one generation back further and said you know hey why do you do this and she looked at them with kind of this puzzled look and says i don't know why you guys do it but i did it so the ham would fit in the pan right they didn't even understand why they were doing a thing they just saw somebody do it went oh this is the way i'm supposed to do it and then did it that way going forward how many things in our life do we do just because somebody else did them or because we heard that maybe this is the way that we should do it and we've been doing it that way ever since? Having habits that we do every single day are fine, but we still wanna know why we're doing it. Everything in our life should have some form of intentionality to it. Otherwise, if we're not being intentional to it, we're not doing it on purpose, then maybe it's a script that we don't even need in our life anymore. Oftentimes, that tends to be the case. We start to find these things that we're doing over and over and over again for absolutely no reason. So we have to understand why we're doing whatever it is that we're doing. You know, over the last couple of days, uh, in both Ipsissimus Dave Lanyon's book, um, You Are Not Perfect the Way That You Are, and um, in a meeting that I was in, the word sacrifice has come up uh, a lot. And what it means to help you to achieve your goal. And one of the things that was said today about sacrifice is, if you are not sacrificing to achieve your goal, if you are not giving up what it is that you want now, those comforts, those easy things to attain your goal, then your goal will become the sacrifice. And that kind of hit me because in a lot of ways, I understand why I'm doing what I'm doing, but maybe I'm not putting in my all. Maybe I'm not giving it my 110%, my 100%. Maybe I'm just phoning it in. I'm not doing it with the intention that really helps me to push to achieve the goal. So if I'm not willing to sacrifice the comforts and if I'm not willing to sacrifice the now for what I really, really want, then what I want becomes the sacrifice and I'm no longer able to achieve that. Because my why then honestly still wasn't strong enough. And so I had and have to keep narrowing that down to the why, to the root of why I really wanna do this. You know, in Kabbalah, we talk about this being Isod, our foundation of 
of what we're building on. And what we're building on has to be super strong or like a house of cards that will fall every time. So I pose that to you today. Why are you doing the things in your life that you're doing? Do they serve you? Are they helping you to really get where you want to go? Or are you sacrificing what you want to be comfortable now? One of the most profound healings that helped me to really start to understand a whole lot more of this, because again, everything in the mystery school helps us to narrow things down and to get more condensed into what it is that we want. But it was the fire soul healing. It's the sacred geometry five healing. And it, it lit me on fire in a way that I haven't been for a very long time. And it helped to remind me what I wanted and why I wanted. And the one thing that came from that more than anything is that I learned why a lot of my goals seem to be just, just out of my reach. It's because I don't like to be uncomfortable because I spent so much of my life being uncomfortable that I kind of fell into this entitled deserving. Well, it was hard over here, so it shouldn't be hard here. And that mindset started to push the things that I wanted further and further and further away from me because I wasn't willing to sacrifice being comfortable for what I wanted. And so what I wanted became the sacrifice. It became what I was giving up to be comfortable. So I want to challenge you today to take a look at your life and look at all of the things that you're doing and why you're doing them. Are you sacrificing the discomfort now for what you really want? Or are you sacrificing what you really want to be comfortable now? I want to thank you all for joining us again this week. My name is Stephen Puste, and for more information and to view uh, more podcasts, more healings, uh, or upcoming events, you can visit us at ancientmystérieshac.com. Thank you so much for joining us.